Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, hey, waffle gang! I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Well, let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Ownway eight eight five five, and it's titled "Am I the a-hole for breaking up with my fiance because of his mother?" My fiance, twenty-six male, and I, twenty-four female have been dating for four years and engaged for five months. For some context about my fiancé, he's an outstanding partner. He's so kind and gentle, always ensures I feel secure in our relationship and treats me like a complete queen. I've had an extremely traumatic childhood, especially from my high school years and from past relationships, which he knows all about and has supported me constantly and always done things to prove to me during difficult times that I am safe and that he is always there for me. With all that aside, the only thing that bothers me a little about my fiancé is that his mother and him have a bit of what I call an extreme relationship. What I mean by this is they are very extremely close and it has been only the two of them since he was 8 years old. I have always been so nice to her and have done a lot during our whole relationship to spend time with her help her with anything she needs and try to become close with her. But unfortunately, no matter what I do, she always expresses she hates me and doesn't believe I will ever be good enough for her son. My fiancé on many occasions has stood up for me but isn't very stern or isn't really completely on my side. He just tells his mother to stop it or to not fight today, which makes me feel like he is dismissing it. This has been going on our entire relationship, but one of those times my fiancé really snapped on her and finally stood up for me, which had gotten her to stop as he threatened she would lose him if she didn't make things right. Before this happened, I learned to put up with it because I love my fiancé and truly believe he is the one for me. But ever since he proposed to me five months ago, his mother has gotten aggressively worse. She texts me horrible messages, leaves me voicemails, gets her friends to also harass me, and anytime she sees me in person, she is terrible, only when my fiancé is not around. She has resulted to being nasty no longer in front of my fiancé because of what he said that time he stood up to her. Three days ago, I called off the engagement and broke things off with my fiancé without telling him what his mother had been doing. I was scared to tell him because I know he loves her and I didn't want to come between them again, especially when he has been so happy that we are finally getting along because his mother fakes being friendly and loving in front of him. He understandably was devastated, and so am I. His best friend and other close friends, along with his sister and my family as well, have been calling me non-stop for the past three days, calling me an a-hole for leaving my fiancé and breaking his heart for no reason. My fiancé has also been calling and texting, begging for me to talk. His mother sent me one text. To sum it up, it had said, I'm glad you were gone. If I had known treating you like this would have made you leave my son sooner, then I would have been this nasty from the start. My son will realize you are just a slur and move on easily. I ended up telling my older brother why I ended things as well as my fiance's best friend, as him and I are fairly close too. They both understand where I'm coming from but told me I need to tell my fiance because he will handle his mother and has been a wreck without me, as I have without him too. 
He also said that I need to stand up to his mother myself. So here's where I feel guilty and I think I may be the a-hole. I finally called my fiancé and asked him to meet up. On my way to go meet him, I text his mother a long paragraph calling her a vile, disgusting woman and going off on her about all the stuff she has done. When I reached my fiancé, he looked incredibly angry. Apparently, his mum called him crying, saying that I texted her saying I was going to beat her up and called her horrible names for simply calling me to make sure I was okay, which obviously wasn't the case. Once I told my fiancé what really happened, as well as showed him all the proof of what I said and what she had been doing for five months, he broke down crying and so did I. We both consoled each other and he profusely apologized for his mother's behavior. He blew up on his mother and immediately went no contact with her. He also uninvited her from our wedding. My family, my friends, his friends and his aunt, his mother's sister, all were happy we are back together and are proud of my fiancé for standing up to his mum and cutting her out of his life. But all his other family and his mother's friends have been berating me, calling me the a-hole for destroying the relationship between him and his mother. I can also see that my fiancé is absolutely crushed by this. So I'm regretting leaving and wish that I had just continued to put up with it like I had before. That way, none of this would have happened. So, am I the a-hole? Couple of questions asking for a bit of info. So, Five Foot Philly says, Info, if it's just been the two of them since he was eight years old, where did the sister come from? Opie says, I should have clarified that a bit more. Sorry, I was focused on trying to type everything out as clearly as possible. His sister is his stepsister and longtime friend. His mum three years ago had gotten together with my fiance's childhood friend's father, and they are also planning on getting married in a few years. She's been in his life for so long that they were calling each other siblings, so I became used to just calling her sister as well. Eve said in this one, Everyone sucks here. Your mother-in-law for being amazingly awful. Your boyfriend for learning that this was happening, insisting it never happens again, but then completely dropping the ball and not once asking if it was going better. How do you think someone goes from see you next Tuesday of the year to decent human being? You for this, in quotes, so I'm regretting leaving and wish that I'd just continued to put up with it like I had before. And goes on to say, not only have you not learned that communicating with your partner is important if you want a healthy relationship, you're also treating yourself like shit. If you think your life would be better if you continue to let her treat you like crap, stop thinking of yourself as garbage. It's bad enough you didn't trust your partner enough to tell him about this a long time ago, but now that you finally have, you still didn't understand it was the right thing to do. OP says, I truly never thought of it that way. You are totally right. We haven't had any issues with communicating before and I guess I just let my fear get the better of me, which is no excuse. When things calm down and my fiance have a longer discussion, I will be posting an update. And A Rose says, you're the a-hole. To yourself for putting up with it for so long and keeping the truth from him. Grow a spine and respect yourself enough to know that you should not have to put up with mother-in-law or anyone else's vile behavior. Repeat after me. We do not enable bullies. She was able to harass you for so long because you were hiding the truth. Block all of mother-in-law's flying monkeys and have an honest conversation with your fiancé about what your future looks like. Is he going to want her in your lives? If she gets sick or threatens suicide, will he expect you to forgive and forget? If you decide to have children, will he expect her to have access? Will he expect you to suck it up and play happy families on holidays or when you buy a home? If you want a healthy marriage, you need to communicate with each other even about the difficult things. And yeah, of course, you can go down this route of calling OP an a-hole for putting up with this for themselves, but not the a-hole from me in this situation. 
and hopefully Opie's fiance isn't going to keep enabling mother-in-law to get away with it and allowing them back into their lives because she's clearly a very toxic individual that's not going to change anytime soon from that text that she sent and I just say why would you send the text why would you send proof of you being absolutely awful to someone I'm not saying she should have gotten away with it or anything like that, but if you're going to do something so awful, why are you sending proof of it that she could easily just show her fiance? I'm, and I was quite surprised she didn't show it sooner was the only thing. I know it's easy for me to say on the outside, but I don't think there was any need to call off the engagement and breaking things off with fiance. All you had to do was just simply show that text, I think. But obviously you didn't know the reaction at the time, what was going to happen, I guess. But then OP comes in with an update and says, Hello everyone, I'm sorry for this long awaited update. I wanted to make sure before I updated that my fiance and I had really worked through everything and made sure everything was fixed, understood and cared for on both our parts. To start off, I would like to thank everyone for your comments, whether they were good or bad. All of them really helped open my eyes to things I wasn't understanding myself during this time. Now, onto the update. My fiancé and I had extremely long and multiple discussions during the duration of time explaining our thoughts and feelings. To start off, I had explained to him that I totally saw how wrong it was after the fact to jump the gun and end things when I very well could have told him and talked about what was going on. I told him that I was afraid that this was going to be a never-ending cycle with his mother and I wasn't sure if I wanted to deal with that for the rest of my life as I would surely be miserable. But again, I apologized to him profusely for not coming to him and showing him what his mother had been up to behind his back, then hurting him by blindsiding him and breaking things off. I also did explain to him though, that I believe a part of me didn't want to tell him because previously, although he had stuck up for me, the build-up before that was him brushing a lot of the stuff his mother would do off, and it hurt me deeply. I explained to him that the future I saw with him, his mother and I was going to be full of anger, hate, and just negativity. I asked him, if she could do these things to me before we were even married, then what would happen when we are or even when we had children in the future? I didn't want that for me, for him or for any kids we were to have. My fiancé explained to me that he realized that he wasn't fully standing up for me or setting stern boundaries with his mother before and he can't imagine how that must have made me feel. He said that he deeply regrets not being the man he wanted to be for me, especially when we're setting up a future together. He told me that it was completely unfair of me to go about things the way I did and that hurt him so much that I just left him and didn't let him know so he could help deal with the issues. But he said he did now understand why I felt like I couldn't or felt like I didn't want to as he was being blinded by the love he had for his mother. We both had started individual and couples therapy to work through any unresolved issues and issues related to the situation. His individual therapy has had a lot to do with his mother and talking about his mother, whereas my individual therapy has been about trust issues and communication issues. We're trying extremely hard to work on this as we both love each other dearly and couldn't imagine our lives without each other. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass?" 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. As for his mother, my fiance and I have blocked her and anyone who sided with her immediately. We've surrounded ourselves with the ones who support us, loves us, and see the wrong in what she was doing. She had reached out to both me and my fiancé to apologize and ask to talk. We met up with her at a local cafe to chat, just to see if we could salvage anything or see if she was even sorry. To say this was a mistake would be an understatement, but I think it really opened my fiancé's eyes to how just mean and cruel that woman can be. I'd also showed him the messages, voicemails, and her friend's texts, which I should have done in the first place beforehand, so this was kind of the cherry on top of the cake. I know it was extremely hard for him, as he has only seen her as the loving, gentle, hard-working single mum as she was for the majority of his life. I do hope she realizes her mistakes and tries to go to therapy herself to get the help she needs, as I do not wish any ill upon her regardless of what she has done and how she has treated me. To answer a question I saw in the comments, someone had asked how he has a sister if it was just him and his mum. My apologies for that. I think I replied to the comment, his mum is dating the father of his childhood best friend and they're planning on getting married as well. Even before then, he has always called her his sister and her calling him her brother. So I'm just super used to calling her that. So sorry for any confusions. Anyways, thank you again to everyone. My fiance also gives his thanks and appreciation to everyone in the comments. I thank you all for being so kind and patient as well as following along with us through this crazy situation. Now I've got to say the selfish part of me wants to know what happened at that cafe which we may or may not find out in the future. And I'm not sure if this one is totally concluded. It sounded like it with the way OP was talking, but we've seen situations in the past where these crazy relationship stories, where they've got no contact with someone and it's just like not accepted. They still trying to keep getting in contact, still keep harassing. And you know, it may go that way, especially with the little hint of the cafe drama that went on. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And our next story is from the Am I the A-hole subreddit. Doesn't come with an update from Throwaway Vacay, who says, Am I the A-hole for sitting with my brother-in-law instead of cooking? I-29 female recently went on holiday with my husband, 32, his parents, his sister, 28, and her husband, Paul. I don't really get on with my husband's family, but the trip was to a country where a lot of their extended family now live. And I tagged along because my husband and I were going to another location the week after. I'm not particularly fond of Paul. He's just, but I'm a nice guy personified. That said, it's not so obvious all the time that you can't be around him. And the whole family except our respective spouses dislike both of us. So there have been moments where I found myself seeking out Paul for conversations at events. On this particular day, my husband had gone to a business meeting. I stayed at the rental house. I walked my husband out and then saw Paul sitting by the pool, so I went to sit with him. We were there for maybe 10 minutes when my sister-in-law came out and asked if I wanted to come inside and make lunch with her and my mother-in-law. I said, no thanks, I'm not hungry, because I generally don't eat lunch and they at a restaurant and wasn't planning to eat. This seemed to annoy her for some reason and she went back inside. Five minutes later, my mother-in-law came out and said I should come to the kitchen. I again said, no thanks. I don't cook and I'm not planning on eating, so I'm fine here. A while later, I mentioned going to get a drink, but Paul offered to get it, so I let him. 
When Paul came back with a drink, he mentioned that sister-in-law and mother-in-law were mad at me, but I brushed it off. Eventually, Paul got called in for lunch and I went out to town for a while. When I got back, I walked into all the in-laws telling my husband that I need to stop treating them like the help and how I was flirting with Paul, which simply never happened. They seemed a bit uncomfortable when they realized I heard them, but mother-in-law insisted my husband needed to stick up for them. My husband said, it's sister-in-law's choice if she wants to be a made-for-a-deadbeat husband, but to stop trying to force everyone else into it. Sister-in-law started crying, Paul got upset, and the parents started arguing. Eventually, my husband told everyone to let it go, which they did, but they were very standoffish for the rest of the trip, which frankly, I preferred. However, I do feel bad because I feel like few trips like this are off the table. I was speaking to my mum about it on the phone and she said she understands where they're coming from, since in some families that's how it works. She said maybe sister-in-law was uncomfortable that she was inside cooking for her husband while he was spending time with me, but he could have gone and sat with her if he wanted to. I'm not obligated to performatively toss salad around just because I have a uterus. <laughs> that said, even in my family, women do usually sit together. I'm just starting to wonder if maybe the drama was partly my fault. Absolutely not the a-hole in this situation. They wanted to cause the drama and they got exactly what they want. And I was curious about something and obviously no advertising was as well because they said info. Why does the whole family dislike you and Paul? They have something against in-laws. How is your relationship with mother-in-law? OP says they dislike Paul because he can be controlling, insecure and manipulative. They dislike me because my husband and I come from different socioeconomic backgrounds. While my family is certainly not wealthy, we've always been financially comfortable, while my husband's family were not. My husband has done very well for himself and the consensus amongst the family is that he should have picked someone from a similar background and that a girl like me wouldn't look at him twice if he hadn't made it. They didn't have an inherent thing against in-laws, as far as I know. Polite distance, we say hi when we see each other, talk about the weather, food, furnishings, and then move off to talk to other people. That was perfectly comfortable for me prior to this holiday drama. Kava says not the a-hole. From the description, your mother-in-law and sister-in-law seem very exhausting to be around. Your husband's reaction may have been a bit too extreme, but really funny. Info, something about your story tells me you're a little bit standoffish as a person. Could this be correct? Have you made a lot of effort to get along with his family in general? Opie says, I can be, when I first meet people. Both my husband and I are not what could be described as instantly warm characters, <laughs> lol. That said, the first time I met his parents was at our engagement party. I don't remember being standoffish with them. And that isn't the reason they don't like me, at least according to what they've told my husband. And I don't mean to come across like I was expecting them to adopt me. Really, we were all cordial prior to this, which was fine. Tess says, not the a-hole, but seriously, your husband is an a-hole for calling your brother-in-law a deadbeat. Apparently, your brother-in-law is likely the only always nice person in the family. OP says Paul isn't exactly always nice. Paul is an interesting person. Not really relevant to this story, so I won't elaborate, but he can be pretty insidious influence when he wants to be. Definitely not appropriate for my husband to air his views, I agree, but his opinion is not unfounded. Someone was curious about Paul still, and OP continues saying, just imagine you go on a dating app, and there's a guy whose profile picture is him in car keys by a campfire with beer cans strewn around looking inebriated, holding a bottle of half-finished Southern Comfort. Now imagine you scroll down and his profile says, 
vegan, feminist, just a nice guy looking for an attractive, nice, normal, down-to-earth girl to enjoy a simple life with. And like all men with those profiles, his picture hints at a drinking problem he will call social. The word vegan hints at the several graphic farming videos he keeps on his phone to whip out whenever someone orders the chicken. His brand of feminism boils down to never paying for anything if there is a woman nearby because he thinks saying, I thought you wanted to be equal, is some kind of rebuttal that entitles him to free stuff. Nice guy means he won't hit you, unless you hit him first because equality. Attractive means I follow bikini models on Instagram. The rest of it means I want a girl who put up with a bare minimum, but who will believe me when I tell her she won the lottery with a nice guy like me. That's Paul. And let's have one more comment with reply. So no names left here says, do you even go up and talk to these people? Not talk at them, but talk to them. You can chat with Paul, who you are not particularly fond of, yet you can make no effort to talk to anyone else and quotes. However, I do feel bad because I feel like future trips like this are off the table. And goes on to say, now we know the only reason you go around them, they can pay for your vacations where you can just ignore them. You're the a-hole, big time. Opie says, my husband paid for the rental, half their flights, and everything we all ate for the whole trip. I would not have gone if they were paying. I make small talk as appropriate, so do they, but eventually we all run out of things to say, and if my husband is busy and the one of his cousins I like is not there, I talk to Paul because he's available since no one likes him either. And just a random thought going around the old noggin here is that I know OP didn't, but if they did go into the kitchen to help prepare the food when she was asked to, what the conversation would have been like in that kitchen? Would it have just been cold and standoffish? Because clearly it felt like there was like a jealousy thing going on here about her talking to Paul because it said in there how I was flirting with Paul, which simply never happened. So they were trying to get you away from the situation. God knows why they didn't just call Paul in instead. Things like that go around in my head. I just wonder if that conversation would have been frosty as I think it would have been. But anyway, what do you guys make of this situation? What do you think is going on? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below if you have a moment of your time to share them. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories, your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you for being a part of it, a part of the channel, a part of Twitter, a part of whatever you're part of. It's hard to keep up with sometimes and I really appreciate you for it. So thank you so much and hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.